have an obsession with the Zodiac Killer. Yeah. It was basically a threat, 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 threat. I love our passion for murder. Yes. Maybe we can get together and do one these days. We'll be the longitude, latitude murderers. 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 We'll kill you. 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 Kirk McCracken is a very suspenseful guy. He hangs out a lot at the gym. He works conveniently as an editor of the Sand Springs Leader. So it gives him the opportunity to portray the stories in the way that he wants them portrayed. Hashtag fake news. So who is this Kirk McCracken? What has he possibly done? What murders could Kirk have committed that has been covered up through his own paper? We dive into that and more. But first, Kirk, let's talk about podcasting. What's up, man? How? What are your top three podcasts that you listen to currently? Um... It would have to be Bible Belt Brothers. Oh, whatever you That's you just three. you just told me you never even listened to this podcast. Uh, I think you just liked it on Facebook a couple of days ago. Yeah, I think so. Man, lately I really I I haven't listened to a lot lately just because I've been so busy uh, with all my appearances and um, you know running from fans and stuff, but. <laughs> The I would say the most I've listened to is probably the Generation Y podcast. That's probably the most. Joe, I really, for a long time, I liked Joe Rogan's podcast. Um, recently, I got really upset at it because, and it's just, this is petty, but he had Nick Swardson on, which I'm a huge Nick Swardson fan. He actually liked one of my tweets one time, which made me an even bigger, oh, man. bigger fan. But um Print that and frame it. That's right. Oh, I've got it saved on my phone. But uh, <laughs> he, Joe Rogan had Nick Swartzen on, and he's hilarious. And he's one of those guys that just says the funniest things. And through the entire podcast, Nick was just throwing out one-liners that were hilarious, and they just would go right by Joe Rogan. And it just was making me – it was just making me so mad. And like I said, it's petty. But I do like his podcast. I think he, I think he does a really good podcast. So, I mean, those are probably the two most – that I listen to. I started probably the very first podcast that I just got into podcasting was obviously Serial. It's sure. a pretty epic podcast. Yeah. I tried it. I didn't get into it. I still it. think he's not guilty. <laughs> um, I've, I've listened to the after podcast sponsored by his defense fund, like going into detail. Um, Serial season two with Bowie Bergdahl was, uh, I was not a fan of that. Really? Uh, I talked to veterans and they, they weren't this they weren't fans of him really? at all. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was interesting. I was I was hoping to have some of them on the podcast while that was still a relevant topic, but sure didn't happen. And then um, let's see, Crime Writers on. Have you heard of that podcast? No, uh-uh. They are uh, fictional crime writers, they're okay. authors, right? And they started doing a podcast when Serial was. It used to be Crime Writers on Serial, and now okay. they're Crime Writers on, and they'll talk about different true crime prod podcast and they're just from a writer's perspective and they just so they're fiction or non-fiction non-fiction okay sorry you threw me off what is it fiction what is it what non-fiction, fiction? non-fiction would be true crime because it's true. okay they're fiction they're fiction so, writers so, so they make up stuff they're right. not writing about real subjects right okay. their books are about fake ones. okay and see fiction I, is fake i, I always I get that confused. i can't get into fiction because to me, there's so much out there. But their podcast is about true crime. Okay, I'm with you. 
I'm with you. So they're just they're, they're crossing lines. They're crossing the lines. Okay. They're taking kind of their perspective when they write stories. Cool, cool. Okay. Fascinating crime right. and stuff. And so it's it's just an interesting podcast and then that's how I learn about new uh, crime podcasts that are up, updated. Uh, Rich, Missing Richard Simmons. Have you heard that podcast? No, I've heard of it. That's pretty funny. Pretty interesting story is all it yeah. is. And uh, let's see what else. I'm just kind of scrolling through my podcast feed. Accused was a good one. A good true crime. Was that with Jodie Foster? No, I'm kidding. That's the movie she was in. The oh, okay, okay, okay. Crime Town. You ever heard of Crime Town? <laughs> you know the the HBO series where that that guy accidentally commit confessed to uh, murder on it. Oh yeah, that um, it's made by those guys. Oh okay, that was the uh, uh, Robert Durst. Robert Durst, yeah, yeah, the billionaire. Where he talked like like Gollum and he's yeah. like. You killed him that time. Dude, <laughs> I mean, that, that was guy, like more Yoda. He killed to... his wife, <laughs> yeah. and then he and best friend. From... He killed his best friend <laughs> who was involved with the mafia. Yeah, and then he ended up killing a guy like in killing Houston, a neighbor, chopping him up, and he was acquitted of that. Yeah, self defense. He chopped him up in tiny little pieces, <laughs> and then dressed up like a woman and walked around. You know, I mean, he obviously knew he did something wrong. He was hiding his identity. Right, exactly. And they acquitted they, him. They won on a self-defense. Yeah, that dude, he like, he had so much money. It yeah. was ridiculous. Crime Town is a podcast you might like. And a podcast you might, uh, if you're going through your book, they're taking, they took mo- this mob story mm-hmm. um, from uh, R- Rhode Island, I think. I can't okay. remember. But they just basically have these old, like, 80-year-old mobsters, like, have some interviews about crimes that they committed. But it, like, flows through, like, uh, where the mayor, like, a mayor gets elected saying he's going to take out the mob. Mm -hmm. But the mob was what helped him get elected, you know? so Like Kennedy. Exactly. And so uh, it's just a very interesting story. And it's it's mostly told by the guys telling the story. And then they'll have some sound bites where, where they get to interview some of those characters that are That's actually in cool. the story. And then the final podcast, they had like a panel where they were all yeah. there. And it's just really interesting them being able to tell the stories now. I kind of missed the mob. They were, they were classy killers. They, they had a code of conduct. They killed each other. <laughs> they didn't kill innocent people for the most part. <laughs> for the most. Yeah. And they dressed really nice. So I want to say all that because we're both true crime yeah. kind of guys. And uh, you have an obsession with the Zodiac Killer. Yeah, an, an unhealthy obsession, probably, with the Zodiac. So tell us about that obsession. Um, I read Robert Gray Smith's first book, Zodiac, um, probably mid to late 90s, I think, and just absolutely loved it. And I think I love the fact that um, he th- they never got caught. I mean, it's it's one of those... It's a serial killer you cannot put a face to, but you can put a mask to him um, because he obviously wore a hood once whenever he he um, attacked uh, a couple. But that's the thing. It's kind of like a horror movie. Like you see that mask when you think of the Zodiac um, and he didn't always wear it. He just did it that one time, I think. But um, it's I'm just fascinated that he uh, never got caught. And so then I read Gray Smith's next book, which is Zodiac Unmasked. And I think that's whenever he... Um, it's been, God, it's been so long, but I think that's when he pretty much said it was Arthur Lee Allen. Uh, but since then, so many people have said it couldn't have been like it wasn't. And then they have all these other, uh, suspects and, 
uh, at one point someone tried to link Bruce Davis from the Manson family to, uh, uh, to the Zodiac. And then, um, I read another thing where, uh, the Moonlight Murders, uh, that the, the town that dreaded sundown, the movie was made about. They tried to say that that was the Zodiac as a, as a young person. And then, cause, you know, some of the stuff was, was similar or whatever. And I, and it's just, I, I think it's all that new stuff that just constantly kind of comes up and is regurgitated that, uh, uh, interests me. But yeah, I, it, I just really, well, and then when the movie came out, uh, with Jake Gyllenhaal and, Robert Downey Jr. I just absolutely love that movie. Um, so I I write a column. I try to write one every week uh, for the paper. And and at one point I I mentioned the Zodiac joking around, and my buddies started sending me letters. You know, from the Zodiac. It was kind of funny, and um, I would share them on on Facebook and. At one point, I shared one of their letters. It was goofy, and um, I got a letter that was not obviously not from them, and uh, it had it, I don't even remember exactly what it said, but um, it uh, it obviously was from someone who really appreciated the Zodiac because there was a lot of this, you know, uh, double postage. Certain words were misspelled. Um, you know, just, just things like that. And so I didn't really think anything of it. And then about a year later, I mentioned the Zodiac again, uh, in a column for something. And then I get a letter from New York that had a cipher in it. And so I went to the original cipher that was, uh, cracked or whatever. Uh, and it, it was using that. So then I decoded it and it basically had this message, this kind of ominous, something about cake and you know, all that kind of stuff. It was basically a threat. Um, I don't think it was a Zodiac. I really don't. I think the Zodiac's dead, but, uh, if he was alive, it'd be in his like eighties. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so whoever did this really took the time. And, and like I said, the postage was from New York. So I recently started watching this hunting the Zodiac show on history channel, which I ended up really not liking that much, but there was one episode where, they claim that one of their suspects had moved to New York and had threatened to kill someone there and blah, blah, blah. And it was the, uh, the postage on my letter was the same place they said that this guy lived, you know, so that was, it was kind of me and my oh. son got a real big kick out of it. But I, like, I just think it's some fan that thought it would be fun to like mess with me. Copycat kind of thing. Sure. And you got, you posted something recently was what made me think of it. Was that from your, and then you said, you posted something about your letters from the Zodiac. I guess we'll always have those. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you got another one in the mail. Was that, that was the, that was the one with the cipher. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was that one. Cause I had, I had mentioned something, yeah. You know, that I'd missed our time together or something like that. And then I, I got that one. So <laughs> it was a little creepy. I mean, even if it's someone who's just a fan of the Zodiac and is trying to mess with me, it's, it's someone that took the time to do all that. Yeah. You know, Oh, and then there were numbers at the bottom of the letter. Couldn't figure it out. And so my son, he's 20. Uh, I, I sent him a, a picture and I was like, what is this? And he punched him into, uh, the Google machine and it came up. There were longitude and latitude and it was to our house. Oh my gosh. So that's when things <laughs> kind of turned a little bit for me. Like, 
<laughs> this is this is kind of not fun anymore, yeah. you know. So that was kind of cool. That was that'd be fun because if it's your friends, normally they wouldn't go. They wouldn't think of those they different. No, signs. I don't think any of my friends were that smart, <laughs> except for maybe John Fothergill. They probably don't even know what longitude and latitude no, is. Oh <laughs> God, no, no. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, but that I as if I had a favorite serial killer, which is really odd to say. <laughs> it's probably the Zodiac. The Zodiac Killer, and I've watched some of his special, or like more, more on YouTube, some like hunting the Zodiac. It wasn't the History Channel show. I, that looked there's a ton of them. On that YouTube. looked a little too fake intense for oh, me. It was. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I'm I'm into the uh, the story with making a murderer with Stephen Avery. Yeah, yeah. I'm into that kind of thing. It just it, it it baffles me how like they can throw out the testimony of the kid on the kid's trial but not on Stephen Avery's right. trial. Oh yeah. Like that those kind of things or how when some person somebody can be two people can be charged for the same crime. This person gets guilty on both counts of murder and then what was it like mutilation or something right, like that. Right. And the other one just gets murder and no mutilation but yeah. they were charged for the same thing supposedly the testimony there at the same time right it's just interesting to me like how our court systems oh, yeah. work like that it's messed up and here's i watched it religiously and, and we, matter of fact me and my family all four of us we binge watched it. i mean like it was all of a sudden four o'clock in the morning and we had like you know but we've got to figure out what's going on with the next episode and we would watch it you know i mean it was really good at leaving those cliffhangers oh yeah yeah, yeah. so i think we watched it in like three days uh, we'd get home from work, they get home from school, and we'd just start it. We'd eat dinner during, you know. But um, at the very end of it, I said, "Okay, he's innocent. I can't believe it. They've got a guy, you know." And then, and then, um, more stuff about uh, was it Brendan Dassey, the the the, the nephew kid. or something like that? Yeah. Then there was more stuff about how he was railroaded and all that, and and so. I really tried to sit down and analyze it and, and figure it out. And I really think that Stephen Avery probably killed that girl. But then I think what the police did to make it look like he killed her is such is so wrong on so many levels. Because I think they could have maybe proven it mm-hmm. without doing without all, all the evidence. But to me, doing that to someone, you might as well just let him go. You might as well. I mean, you've screwed this thing up so royally that I think they... There's there's no way that she was tied to Stephen Avery's bed and shot and killed and mutilated and there not be a drop of blood, not a bit of physical evidence. But then they used that testimony to convict him. Exactly. And it obviously did not happen. They mm-hmm. couldn't and, and like where the key was and all that kind of stuff. I mean, like you have to really look at it and and say, okay. Taking all of the emotion out of it, he probably did it. Probably took her car and hid it in his thing. Thought nobody would ever find it. That's the thing. Like, why would you hide it? Why you had the the crusher right next to it? Exactly. I don't know. I don't know. But I just I don't. And I'm almost contradicting myself because I I want to say I don't think the police would have gone that far to put the body in the thing. Blah blah blah. But then they went that far during their interrogation. By putting this stuff in Dassey's head and, and, you know, so that whole thing is just insane to me. To me, it was a, there's a money play in there where Avery was be, suing and was going to be owed millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. It was like 35 million or something. Yeah. For the first wrongful conviction mm-hmm. and had to settle that to pay all the pay court For fees. like a couple hundred thousand, I yeah, think. Yeah. Yeah. And so just that aspect alone gives, 
gives motive to the county and the police department. Well, and if you look at situations like this and like, say, the West Memphis three, uh, even with the West Memphis three, they obviously didn't kill those three boys uh, in Arkansas. But if you look at later, whenever they would go through appeals, the guy that was the prosecutor ended up becoming a judge that would decide whether or not the stuff he did was illegal. (laughs) And then the judge that was their presiding judge ended up being a Supreme court judge. And he would get, you know, for the, the Supreme court of Arkansas or whatever, then he would get to decide on whether his rulings were, I mean, it was like, these guys aren't going to say I screwed up. Exactly. And so they stayed in prison way longer than they should have. But then, and what really makes me mad is whenever you see guys walk out of prison, but they have to sign deals saying, okay, I think the state could have proved I did it, but I'm going to take this plea and I can't sue the state for the time that I was in prison. Yeah. That, there's just, there's so it's wrong in so many levels yeah. to me. If you, if you're in prison and you don't deserve to be there, somebody owes you money. I'm sorry. You know, I, I just, I think that, that they were done so wrong and to know that they were convicted because they wore Iron Maiden t-shirts mm-hmm. or, I mean, that literally was what got them on the radar. And I mean, that kind of stuff is just crazy. Have you heard the theory with, uh, Edward Wayne Edwards being involved with the, the, uh, um, making a murderer. I don't think, Oh oh yeah. Yeah. He was at, he was at one of the, uh, they have him on video where he was at one of the hearings. Yeah. It showed him in the background and they, they were trying to say that he was there to kind of, watch his handiwork and, and well and there's kind of apparently deal. some other show of a murder where he showed up in the middle of that documentary also and like maybe it's a a thing that he likes to yeah, do knowing people are recording so it was just Which an interesting crazy is crazy yeah i mean he because he at that time he was really old yeah like he could have just like acted like he was broken down on the side of the road she pulled over he shoots her throws her in the back of the car you know that, that's the other thing if like why is there blood in the back of the car? Yeah, like it, if the, he just like he put her in the back of the car to drive her 10 feet to burn her body. It doesn't make sense to me. And none of it made sense. And so I don't know if he could be. I don't know if he could have been convicted without that evidence and that testimony. Um, I don't know. He's a weird dude. So mm-hmm. you can see him do, killing somebody. But I don't think that you could. There wasn't enough there to like yeah. even go to trial. Yeah. I guess. The, the filmmakers did an amazing job. You know, and then to know that the prosecutor had a pill problem and he was trying to hook up with girls that had been sexually abused and, and just, I mean, you know, women who have gone through domestic violence, you know, I mean, that's just, that's insane to me. Like you look at all of those things and it's like, we, even if this guy did it, we did a huge injustice putting him there. Yes. You know, I don't know. It's weird. But yeah, I'm just my wife and I. We love, we love those murder mysteries. Yeah. I like the unsolved ones personally. Like sure. I just I like to try no to figure closure. out. Yeah, there's no closure. Yeah. You have your theories, kind of like the movie or the TV show Lost. You know, you just have your theories of yeah. what happened. Like, uh, was the, were they really dead at the end? Yeah. I don't know. Spoiler alert. Purgatory. I, guess. I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah. I don't, my uh, wife, when she watches ID twenty four seven the ID channel. And I think she's trying to figure out how the wives got caught killing their husbands. <laughs> so, so she can like, anytime she brings me Gatorade, I always like try to see, you know, is there antifreeze in this? You know? Yeah. Would I know that kind of thing? So 
I think she's trying to kill me. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I was having to do some work up on the roof with our antenna because we switched uh, from cable to just air antenna. Right. And uh, saving us like $120 oh, yeah. a month. We need to do that. We use her mom's like login to watch stuff online. Sure. So, so I, you're stealing. they, they got to keep it. You're stealing. You're stealing cable. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, with all the apps nowadays, you uh, just, yeah. it just, why even have cable? Yeah. You can even watch sports live now. Yeah. Like, so it's just really interesting. But, um, but yeah, so she was like, uh, oh, maybe you shouldn't go on the roof. It's too windy. Cause it was like 25 mile an hour winds that day. And I was like, well, you missed your chance. <laughs> and she goes, well, no, then maybe, maybe you do need to go on the roof. Cause <laughs> she has a pretty good life insurance policy on me. Oh, I'm a nice. worth a lot more dead than I am yeah. alive at this point. And, and so, you probably have a, a better personality when you're dead. Uh, than when you're alive. I probably would. Yes. <laughs> I'm better to live with, you know, like, like I always joke that my wife, uh, when we met, uh, I'm divorced. And so we met, um, I have a, a son, um, kind of the other, every other weekend mm-hmm. set up right now. Right. She had mentioned like she didn't want kids. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't desire having kids of her own. Right. And, um, jokes on her cause she married one. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I was yeah. telling her last night, I was like, listen, like I play video games all day. I mean, she's cool with it. I was just, before you got here, Kirk, I was, uh, streaming me playing video games so she could watch yeah. from work. So she enjoys watching my frustration when I lose, <laughs> I think is part of it. Like, cause I'm just like, I suck so bad at this game. Um, let's see. Uh, she makes me packs my lunch every day. Nice. Uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, yeah. you know, the stuff like you get that. Like a snack pack, um, or a fruit roll up. She does all my laundry. Yeah. I, I sometimes don't even have to put it away, <laughs> you know, and she's cooking and she's cleaning. Like, it's just like, she's living with, with the human child. <laughs> so, uh, jokes on her. Things are a bit different at my house. My wife makes all the money. So not only do I cook and clean and do the laundry and have a full-time job, you know, uh, I pretty much have to do whatever she says. So, well, my wife makes all the money too. <laughs> I somehow still have this. So I have to put her foot down. So. <laughs> I do but, whatever she says. Yeah. Well, you better because you just never know. I know. You just exactly. Never know. She she could easily. I married up, so she could easily move on down the road. Mm-hmm. So without yeah. skipping a beat, gotta try to keep her happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kirk, I've loved having you on. It's yeah, been a great for time. I uh, I love our passion for murder. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we can get together and do one these days. <laughs> yeah. That, do a murder? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> you just agreed to it. I just agreed That's to it. a legally was... binding contract in the state of Oklahoma. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> the next person that shares your book <laughs> on Facebook. That's right. You're coming after you. We'll send them the longitude and latitude yeah, that's right. <laughs> coordinates to their house. The longitude latitude murderers. <laughs> yeah, That'll be go. our nickname. Yeah. <laughs> we just spin a globe <laughs> and uh, we yeah, we just point that's it right. down and that's where we go. When the cops come in our house, we'll just have maps <laughs> with push pins. And oh, then... man. <laughs> uh, the sad thing is I don't even, I don't own a gun personally because I just know I would shoot myself in the yeah, foot or something stupid. I don't either. I, I think my or wife. Or my wife would, would shoot Yeah, me. I think my wife would shoot me. She keeps <laughs> yeah. telling me she wants to get her concealed carry permit, but she's really <laughs> excited about it. And, yeah. for, and no one's ever attacked her, so I'm not really sure why she wants one, but she she wants one pretty bad. Well, yeah, you're you're probably in a world of hurt. Yeah, I think so. Better check that life insurance. <laughs> yeah, you, you better. What you need to do is increase it 
So then it looks suspicious. Mm. So you got a couple years nice. before she murders you. Okay. So mm, I could do that, yeah. Cause then, then you then she can't your hands are tied. You know. True. So Well, thanks for being on here. Thanks hey, for thanks, tuning man. in, guys. Uh again, share this or not. It's whatever. We'll kill at you at this point. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't share, we'll send you some longitude and latitude coordinates. We'll see you next week.